Hello, my name is Adam, and welcome to Wildcats in the Podcast, the show that is normally an ongoing episodic improvised musical podcast by the band Wildcats, about us being the biggest band in the world, running a camp, Camp Wildcats, home of the Childcats, Can I Take Your Order, and solving mysteries. But you've happened to find us in the lull between seasons four and five. What are the details of this lull? Well, it's just me and Spencer talking to each other. Listening to Wildcats in the podcast, and if you're doing that, I think you're making your kids proud. Yeah. Hey, um, how are your kids doing today, listeners? Hope they're proud of their parents. Proud of the papa. And if not, turn it up. Just turn up the podcast. <laughs> the louder it is, the prouder they'll be. So crank it up to three. <laughs> no, crank it to eleven. Yeah, you're gonna want to go bigger than three. Yeah, you think you're you think you're sitting pretty at three. But then you get to 11, and you're like, oh, this sounds good. My kids are proud of me, and uh, everything's going great. And there's not not a joke. No. (laughs) This isn't comedy. This is drama. We never said we weren't going to be really dramatic on this episode. True. This is a drama episode. Yeah, what is this episode, by the way, for the listeners? Uh, Me and Spencer are just uh, at my apartment chatting because we didn't have an episode last week, which you may have noticed, and uh, if you didn't notice uh wow what a fan <laughs> yeah what a fan you are <laughs> what a fucking fan. if they didn't notice they may have had their volume turned to zero and thought they listened to yeah, it they thought they were listening i guess i listened to that whole episode just on zero volume <laughs> come on guys turn it up <laughs> uh well welcome to wildcats in the podcast mm-hmm. it's uh me spencer one of the various hosts that's sometimes on and i'm here with the wildcats man Adam, who is pretty much always on. Uh, the ver- There's something you could say that involves uh, marry us, various hosts. <laughs> there's something to be said about that. <laughs> you certainly. could say something really funny that involves that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, follow that premise. It wasn't that. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Close to that, though. Keep looking. Um, so I've been watching a show on Netflix called The Circle. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I cannot wait until you watch it. And honestly, I hope that by next week's episode, you'll have watched it. It's only a four-episode commitment for you. Oh. So it's a three-week special. Um, Is the last week just sort of a everyone gets together on, like, Jimmy Kimmel and talks about it? <laughs> they, oh, Jimmy Johns. Um, <laughs> but, no, they uh, – it's so, so it's releasing over three weeks. So the, this last week was just released, and there's four episodes – Four more episodes will be released on uh, January 8th. That's Wednesday. Um, and then huh. four more the following week. Um, but the show, it's like Black Mirror Survivor, um, where these people are in an apartment complex, and they're living in separate apartments, and they can't see each other. But they each have a profile that they've added a picture and a little description to, and they chat into a chat box, and they can have private chats and group chats, and they're trying to form alliances and sort of feel each other out (laughs) without ever having seen each other. Um, Does it just one picture? It's one. So one picture, and then if they win a challenge, they can get another picture. Wow! It's it's truly. (laughs) If if there could be a show designed for me, it would be this show. I'm. Friend of the show, Brennan, told me to watch it. And I was like, oh, isn't that like a weird like social media thing? And he's like, dude, just watch it. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, man. I love that Brennan watched it. Yeah, he that loved it. That makes me happy. Right, he loved it. And I, I just put it on, on my phone in my car and uh, watched all four episodes at once. Just didn't leave my car and just sat there. And you next did a simul watch. <laughs> <laughs> I simulcasted 
on to four my... phones, four episodes. <laughs> Let's do this. Knock it out in one hour. Yeah, my eyes hurt really bad, but um... but so is it still going, or is it just a four like a four episode Survivor? So no, it's still going. It's um, Ow. yeah, it's it's like <laughs> Ow. it's still going. Um, yeah, it's four episodes. Uh, there's eliminations, but then they put new people back in. Okay. Um, and then it's it will conclude two weeks from now. So it'll be 12 episodes total. And the winner gets their own, very own Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. <laughs> Got to win a show. I'm glad I have one of those legacy accounts. I know. Thank God they used to. You could just get one. You could just sign up. I'm grandfathered in. Um, <gasps> so it's, it, they had the show in the, uh, in the U.K., but now it's uh, this is the American one. Arr. I didn't see the U.K. one because I don't think it's available for me to watch, oh. but um, or anyone to watch. But it's uh, fantabulous because the prize of the UK one was the winner gets one wish, and they <laughs> wished to just get, delete the show. Yeah, they, it was like an eternal sunshine thing. It ends up being one wish under twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> well, right. What mm. was the budget of the show? Yeah. Twenty thousand. Cool. Just wipe it. Delete it. <laughs> Um, so the winner does get $100,000 in this. Um, $100,000. Name that Wildcat song. Oof. Straight cash. Oh. Money in the bank. Dang, why don't I know it? I don't know. What is it? Pops in the paparazzi. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> One of the songs I don't listen to as much from Wildcat's World. That was for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, probably second, because you probably heard the song and then heard it. Heard, yeah. You heard Adam. If you're listening to the show, you've heard every Wildcat song. But don't hurt Adam. Watch the circle, listeners. Please, someone discuss it with me. There's <laughs> like these dynamics that form, and it, and it reminds me so much of the game of Survivor that we played that we've talked about on the show again mm-hmm. for my birthday party. But there are these just dynamics between characters, not characters, real people, um, and, and some of them are catfish. So, so you can you can either make your profile you or you can make oh, it wow. someone else. So people are there's like it's incredible. <laughs> it's it's perfect. That's so people are also fun. trying to figure out if this person is real or not. And um, there's this one dynamic between I'll just say the characters' names. It won't doesn't give anything away uh, between Shoe Bomb and Joey. And the and the dynamic between Shoe Bomb and Joey is is a thing of true. So some and of them pure just beauty. choose like screed names. Um, no, his name, he's, he's Indian, I think, or Pakistani. Oh. He's, it's like S-H-U-B-H-A-M. I was thinking like Shoe Nice or right. whatever. <laughs> yeah. The I, guy who eats anything. I, I thought it'd be like Shoe Bomb or something, but he, they literally just call him Shoe Bomb or like Shoe Bam, but it's now been reduced to Shuby. So Shuby cool. and Joey is the greatest <laughs> pairing of I've ever seen. Like, What actually happens on the show? Are they, is it just people texting? So they... Uh, oh, hey, uh, hey, the ambulance. Emergency TV show discussion. <laughs> Emergency TV... I'm interrupting what you're saying, because I've got an important question about this show. Yeah, yeah. What are they, just texting? They're, so they, it is like a... They're mostly chatting on this group chat TV thing. Um, Do you have access to the log? <laughs> I wish. That'd be cool. Um... <laughs> It is like, so the first thing they have to do, they read each other's profiles, and the first thing they have to do is rate each other from one to seven, uh, or one to eight, I think. Okay. Um, to see. Good the, number. Yeah, great, great <laughs> number. Uh, to see who they like the best and rank them. And then the two at the top, whoever's in one and first and second place, become the circle influencers for the day. Um, <laughs> I love the idea of being on this show and it's like, okay, rank your best and just be like, yeah. you just have a photo and a little profile of Joey. And it's just yeah. like, dude, I like Joey. They, this is great. That's what's so good about it is because like, it's, it's just so based on like nothing. <laughs> it's so based on like no actual information on these people. And like some of them aren't even who they say they are. It's just like, oh, yeah, I really like... Um, this person and it's just some random dude. Do you like, think you would be better on Survivor or The Circle? Here's the thing. <laughs> Survivor, I would probably get eliminated pretty quickly because I can't do physical challenges because I just am not good at them. True. Even Richard Hatch somehow found out he could fish really well. Right. Like I couldn't even fish. I would just be slow and bad. Uh I'm not good at puzzles either. So, uh, the circle, I would win 100%. <laughs> no question that I would win this show. 
Like looking at it, it's so frustrating that I wasn't on the show because I know that I could win it. Because like it's all based on just like texting and being nice and getting people to like like your little vibe. And it's yeah. like you can manipulate so hard, and some of them do, some of them don't. It's really a mixed bag, but it's so goddamn interesting. I feel like that'd be so. It's I, I honestly don't know of what I'd be better at because I think like lying to someone's face right. is really hard. Yeah, totally. But like, you know, so, there are some interactions where like doing it over email or texting or some other digital messaging like are way easier. Yes, like I think like definitely. anything. I really don't know. I feel, but then, but then there are some instances where it's just like. I feel like I would have a way better shot at like getting this job if I could interview in person. Right. If I could just go in and if they actually gave you the time of day to like just meet instead of yeah. like oh yeah just submit your resume online and then like wait. Uh, yeah. Totally. If you and just- I know I'm not that good at having the Wildcats social media right. presence is <laughs> proof in the pudding that I'm not that good right. at having a great profile. Yeah. Totally. Um, so some of them go into it super honestly, and uh, some go into it with a lot of deception. And it's the yeah, Shuby and Joey. <laughs> it, sh- sh- I'll just say, sh- uh, Shubam is like Shubam is like this sort of just like nerdy kind of like tech kid who's like this Indian kid, and he he decides to just be completely himself. He's just going to try mm. and be his most authentic self. Um, and Joey is like a Guido Jersey Shore guy. Just they're just antitheses of each other. Like they would never be friends. <laughs> the dynamic is just so so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so so. Um, <laughs> so so. Other aspects of the show are so so. Um, but no, so so it's like these two guys you could tell would never be friends in real life, but because. One of them chose to just like glom onto the other and like each other. They've sort of decided to protect each other. Who first decided? What was Joey? Is think, Joey's profile kind of honest, or is he? Um, Joey, Joey's honest. He's just like yeah, he's just like a guido. They're both. Pretty, he may be a little fake, but yeah. he's not a catfish, right? He's totally like Jim Tan Laundry. Like, like he's just like the most Jersey Shore guy. Jim Landry. <laughs> Yeah, he's like he's kind of like Jim Landry. Oh, of course, yeah. you know the type, um, like a Jersey Jim Landry. Yeah. Jim Landry is that the senator from Godfather Two? Uh, I don't know. Just uh, kidding. That's Pat Geary for all you Pat Godfather heads. Geary. <laughs> I think. Um, I'm gonna Google say? Jim Landry to make sure that's not like some like a serial killer, and we're just yeah. like tossing that name out as if it's fake. Definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, so so I think it, I think it might be Shubham that hits up Joey first um, after the rankings, um, and now it's to the point where they've like sort of they they just love each other. They love chatting, <laughs> and like Joey <laughs> Joey will send him messages like Shubham, like you're my boy, you're my brother, I love you, I die for you, buddy, and it's just like. <laughs> Never met just two little pictures of each other, and like Joey is the greatest character on television currently. Like he is, I've, wow! I've I love him so much. There's a so, does, yeah. Go ahead. I, I recently watched the most recent season of Love Island, mm, yeah. UK Love Island. Sure. The first winter season is, I think, coming really soon, which I'm pretty excited about. But I binge nice. watched the entire 50 episode season in winter. October. Winter season. Okay. I think they're going to the Southern Hemisphere. Wow, that's cool. But uh, there was a dude on it named Anton mm-hmm. who totally looks like a Jersey Shore type. Yeah. Just with a thick Scottish accent. <laughs> and at first, he just seems like God, that's so the weird. lamest, shittiest dude. Yeah. But then he just, like, you slowly, like, I love Anton now, because yeah. he slowly is just like, he's not gaming anyone. Right. He's maybe really weird, yeah. but he's super honest and, like, didn't realize it would be weird when he super honestly told everyone that his mom shaves his butt. <laughs> That's <laughs> he's just awesome. Like, it was, he's just so good. and he's That's just like, so good. Yeah. I love Anton. He was really, like, at first he seemed super shallow, and then he's just, like, always, he's always got his bros back. He's always just, like, 
okay, me and Errol are in here now. And so it's lads, like, it's now, what was his name, Airtown? He's like, it's the A&L strategy's <laughs> on now. A&L all the way, lads, all the way. And it's just like, oh. That's so And good. he just like, never finds love. <laughs> really excited. He's just like, okay, A&L didn't work out very well. So now I'm all on this, boys. I'm all on it. And it's just like... She's so funny. There was like one time he was kind of, someone kind of fucked up and she was just like kind of starting drama and he's just like, you made your bed, lie in it. And just like took a sip and it was like the harshest he ever was on that show. It was just so like, good. chill out, it's your fault. It's just so good. That's incredible. Um, Shouts out to Anton. If, if you've watched Love Island, let us know who your favorite uh, cast member was of the most recent season. Please do. I need to watch Love Island. I've One of those cultural touchstones over, over in the UK that I just sort of that I missed. Is it's, it on, it's on Netflix? Hulu. Hulu. Oh. Hulu is the home of live sports. <laughs> I didn't even know they had. It's kind of a live sport. I would say, yeah, like, Love true. Island. Because, like, obviously, we've both gotten into Terrace House when yes. it came out a long time ago. And, like, true. this is not nearly as wholesome as Terrace House. Mm-hmm. But it is way... I feel like it's way less shitty than Real World and Big Brother. Interesting. And, like, the host is funny. Yeah. And like makes these weird little non sequitur jokes to like that. put the things the cast members say out of context in a yeah. funny way. And like just smart, fun jokes. Yeah. Every episode, after like the first like week, every episode starts with a shot of a full moon and he goes, Tonight on Love Island. <laughs> That's great. And it's just like, I guess this is kind of October y. Like, I'm not watching any yeah. horror movies this October. I'm just watching Love Island, but it's still kind of spooky. That works. Yeah. That's cool. I, I definitely want to watch it. But it's way more of a commitment than The Circle. Yeah, The Circle. Four episodes today, four episodes on Wednesday, and then four the next week. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm fine with the commitment if, as long as it's funny and good, but we're not here for funny today. This is drama. <laughs> Yeah. Are your kids proud of you or what yet? Have you turned up the volume yet or what? <laughs> your kids are... You Remember last week when you yelled at your son or daughter mm-hmm. for blasting that music too loud? Well, now you're going to show them by blasting a podcast. Yeah, and it's going to feel good. And they are going to be offended at first <laughs> and then realize, you know what? I guess my parents are punk rock. Yeah. And that'll be a big moment for them. And then <laughs> they'll become emo. Yeah. They'll become... God, the, the one thing you need to avoid is prep. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Yeah, you don't want to be a prep. But if you're driving around with your emo kids <laughs> listening to this podcast Are on full blast... still emo? <laughs> <laughs> bunch of fucking emo kids uh, driving around full blast podcast. You're doing it right. As far as I'm concerned in parenting. What is... Because at this point... Yeah. The first... The first uh, of the of the 21 Jump Street reboots probably already came out like close to 10 years ago. Maybe not 10 years ago. Yeah. But remember they had that joke in it where they go to the high school and they're like, we know how to be cool in high school now because we're adults. Right. And it's just like... They see like anime kids and they're just like, what the fuck is that? Click? Like we have no idea. <laughs> new and then like the really cool kids are just like, oh, you're not like you drive that car. That's yeah. like a gas guzzler. What are the emissions on that? And he's like, I don't give a fuck about the environment. And they're just yeah. like, you don't give a fuck about the environment. And he's like, shit, fuck. But that was priority. Yeah. What do you think are the emerging? Uh, do you think emerging like, trends. Do you think like uh, e girl, e boy, um, e boy, e boy. Do you know what an e girl and an e boy is? No. Um, they're kind of like, um, hmm. email. <laughs> they're kind of like email. <laughs> um, God, I'm going to date myself so much just by like not really having a hey, good description. You know what's go on a date with yourself. Date yourself. If you're, hey. if you're not having. No, that's having. good advice. <laughs> Be a tourist in your own city and date yourself. <laughs> Take yourself on a date to somewhere like Portillo's. All right. Um, an e-girl is like, uh, God. Hmm. <laughs> they're like, uh, like the ones, they're like, not like, um, God, this is going really bad. Um, whatever. You'll look up e-girls later. Uh, they're a big trend. E-boy. Yeah, you can just Google it quick. I'm going to Google just, image keep search ranting. e-girl. E-girl's good. Um, what else is a, a, a new trend? Um, so is it kind of like scene? It's kind of like it's like it's like the new scene. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, are there like vaporwave kids? <laughs> or is that purely an aesthetic? Um, uh, vaporwave kid. Vaporwave kid core aesthetic. Okay. Oh, that's vaporwave kid core. Is a, see, it's like that. Okay, yeah, that's it's nice. sort of like dark pastel. Yeah, dark pastel. <laughs> Super sure. saturated. Yeah, brightness yeah. turned down a bit. Okay, okay, maybe like a JoJo Siwa. <laughs> I feel like JoJo Siwa. Yeah, maybe yeah, is Siwa on the other side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, JoJo Siwa. I don't think I would call her vaporwave. Like, <laughs> Kidcore. Maybe why? Why? Yeah, Ta- Kidcore. She, she takes the vaporwave out of Kidcore. <laughs> That's, that's something I've always said, and now I'm glad you're on board. That could maybe be cool, like a cool, like uh, uh, this is a throwback to how bad I am at social media. Right. Maybe you could make like a cool a viral meme where you do JoJo Siwa as a ghost, and it's Siwa on the other side. Yeah. Let's start working on that after this. You could do that. You could. <laughs> it's doable. You would make me happy if you did that. <laughs> Um, what else is new? What's good, huh? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm running out. Well, it's 2020. Is this the first podcast of 20? Have we had a podcast yeah. come out in 2020? No. Yeah, you're right. Not. Wow, let's talk about 2020 quick. Oh, oh. I feel like a, huh. Oh, my God. E-girls, E-boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020, and I can't even see. Um, it's, uh, it's been a weird year so far. We're only six days in, but I feel yeah, like yeah. At, well, the first day, not good. Not good. <laughs> first day, day, not good. Second day, shit. You're <laughs> 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 shit. Um, second day was great. Third day, not so good. Fourth day, good. It's been every other day has been a switcheroonie. If for me. you watched the video from The Ring on New Year's Eve, right? Times time's up right when this seven is, days this, this comes out wednesday the 8th so yeah, you're time, fucking time dead <laughs> if you watched it on january 2nd then yeah your tv is broken samara's in your living room you know i found out recently that they made a sequel to the ring just a straight up sequel like with the same cast and i, I didn't know about it oh yeah it's really bad <laughs> oh really uh, i i mean so when i first saw the ring i was like what 12 or 13 and I thought it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It makes you go, ah, oh, ah. <laughs> Yeah, I did that a lot. And then the sequel came out, um, and I was so excited. And I remember, it must have been when I was about 16 or 17, because I had access to a car. Mm. And I took myself to the Lowe's Theater, which is now an AMC. Go, go date yourself. I dated myself. I dated myself <laughs> by being old enough to drive when the second ring came yeah. out. I went to the Lowe's, and I remember I got... This was, like, right around the time when it was, like, cool and not just, like, weird to, like, have, like, real food at the movie theater. Yeah. Because, like, now they're just like, oh, flatbreads and all this. I'm not going to get that ever. It's like, it's popcorn, it's candy, or it's a soda. And, like, get your... get get Put some yeast in that bread. (laughs) Give me a focaccia. (laughs) Give me a focaccia. I want a focaccia at the movies. (laughs) Cinema Paradiso. So I got a cinema paradiso. Um, I got chicken tenders, and I sat in the back row to watch Ring Two by myself. And it was so bad, and I was so sad and disappointed. They show Samara like fifty times in the movie, and so it just oh. takes out all of the scare because, like, the the weird, creepy, scary part is like you don't see her very often. The unknown, yeah, the unknown, and then um, it's just not scary when you see her constantly, and you're like, oh, you're just like a little gray girl. Okay. Well, you know, maybe it's due for a rewatch because maybe now you'll rewatch it and be like, this is going to scare me, but maybe Samara's story is quite interesting. True, I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, the ending. Of, do you remember the movie Orphan? Kind Horror of. Movie, it's uh, not a kid. It's an old lady. Not a kid, old lady. The ending of Orphan is just a complete and direct ripoff of The Ring 2. Oh. Like, the end of Orphan, spoilers, she drowns the kid in the pond, the frozen pond outside, and like kicks her head off. Kicks her head and she like falls <laughs> in the water. The exact same thing happens in the ring. The ring too. She, I wonder if the and she re- says like 
see you later, bitch, or something. <laughs> like, just kicks her in the head and she falls into the water. It's the same ending. I wonder if there was some. I wonder if there was a situation where like a producer mm. didn't get his way on the ring too, yeah, or on the first ring, right? And then like left the company and did Orphan, the Orphan or whatever. Is and then they were like, and then they were like, to... we could use this in the second one. We right. didn't like it then, but he's off making the Orphan, being like, I've wanted this to be the end of a horror movie like my whole life. Can we right. please kick her head off in the ice? It's possible. It's weird that Gore Verbinski directed The Ring, but also directed Pirates of the Caribbean. Am I getting a little... No, I'm, are you? I'm just pulling my own core. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. Is that true? He directed one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I think he directed the first one. Yeah, the, the first bat, one. The, dude, the, 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 oh, it's such a good movie. I haven't seen the first one in a while. I'm gonna, but... I'll date myself on this one for <laughs> sure. One of the best blockbusters that's come out, like it was such, since it came out, such an event when that movie came out. It was just like you gotta go see pirates, uh, and there hasn't been a movie like that in a while. And it's so, I mean, there's been a lot, but I just don't think they're actually as good. Yeah, I think a weird thing happens where, like, at the time, people were like, "Well, it's blockbuster, right? Filler, popcorn movie." Yeah, and then you go back. You just need some time away, and like it needs to get reappreciated. Sure. And like maybe Pirates of the Caribbean was too big for that ever to happen. But like, like I feel the same way about the Transformers movies, Mm. where it's like it's really just bad boys with robots. Right. It's not that awful. Like the first few, the first three, I love those movies. Yeah. And like, I don't think, I don't like, I don't. uh, It's weird to me that people are like. Ha, the butt of every joke, Transformers movies. Yeah. But uh, that third Captain America was actually really good. <laughs> yeah. What are you, who, what are you talking right. about? Who are you kidding? No, you're not kidding me. Those you're are on the same me. level, and Pirates of the Caribbean no. is well above them. Yeah. There's right. scary ghosts, there's the ocean. Agreed. Um, remember well, when the ship sinks? <laughs> no, not really. I remember they go to the, like... Mermaid area is that like in the third one or something? Maybe uh, that was cool. Uh, <laughs> at World's End, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Black Pearl at World's End. I also think that that movie is just unfortunately like the second two aren't are not as good. Yeah, I just I need but to. The watch first one is just perfect. Uh, is that Curse of the Black Pearl? Yeah, yeah. Damn. <gasps> oh, radiator! Wow. Hey, we- radiator! Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Hey, what temperature would you like me to be? 63. Radiator! Too low! That's too cold. It's important to never, as more and more AI robots are Mm. in your home and you're talking to them, never be polite! (laughs) That is the beginning of the end. Right, right. When you show show them kindness, that's when they get mean. I showed him kindness. (laughs) And he showed me nothing but mean. Um, that's cool advice. That's so cool. It's cool advice for you, the e listener. girls and e boys with their Amazon. E- is it Echo? That's what the E is. Yeah. Amazon Echo. Echo. Yeah, they're like these are these Echo kids. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I'm too old. It is crazy. I was heard. I was hurting on one podcast. I heard yeah. that someone talking about like this family where the kid was. It was oh, like I a, heard about that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, truly. Uh, anyway, what did you hear? Because I kind of forget. Oh, <laughs> for the listeners, <laughs> yeah, because Spencer remembers. Yeah, there was like a family where like the kid, the fam- the house was bilingual, and the kid was like growing up bilingual, but like he was still like kind of. I think like he was picking up English more, but sure. so he and he was just like a three or four year old, and he would just be like shouting out to his Alexa or whatever, like mm. Alexa, what's the Chinese word for this? Right, and Alexa would be like, it's this, and he would like was like l- helping him learn Chinese, and it's like. That's so crazy. Like, yeah. imagine being the generation who always had Alexas their whole oh my life gosh. and have been speaking to Alexa since they were babies. That's so weird. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know that's, if it's good or bad. That's E Boys. That's E Boys. That's E Girls. That's, <laughs> that's that, E Boys. That Vaporwave Kid Core. JoJo Siwa. Rise up. <laughs> See you on the other side. See you on the other side. <laughs> and uh, with that, we should probably take a break, right? Yeah, let's take a break, I guess. Boop,
Ew, thanks for tossing me the baton, you guys. <laughs> well, that was the worst job I've ever done going into a break. Listen to Rain Upon My Gable. It's our latest album. It's our 2020. It's our January album. First album of the decade. It's got me, Spencer, Tim, Danny, and new cats, Sam and Kinsey. You can hear how crazy it sounds now. Wow, that's so crazy, make a man go mad. Also, the Catsies will be happening really soon, the second annual Katsumi Awards. It's the award season fever that is the only thing that's missing. We don't have it yet. The Golden Globes, they didn't do it for us. We were hoping they would, and they didn't. But we'll get there soon. We'll get sick. And when we are sick with award season fever and all we can do is purge the sickness from us, that'll be the podcast of the Catsies. Anyway, have a great year and decade and day. Have a party at noon, but it's gonna get canceled soon. Thank you, Adam, for telling us all about Rain Upon My Gable. Sounds great. It does. And it was. And it will be. 20, starting 2020. Speaking of beginning 2020, first album of 2020, Rain Upon My Gable. How about that, listeners? Yeah, it's a, a fantastic album. I'm glad to see it out, released. Um, it's out there. It's out there for it's you to listen It's not ours to. anymore, you know? True. Talk, people always talk about, oh... The song Hurt, it doesn't belong to Trent Reznor anymore. <laughs> and now, all Rain Upon My Gable, it belongs to the listeners. It's, People do talk, and when they talk, they tend to talk about that. When is Wildcast going to be out of the rumor mill and out of the tabloids? <laughs> We've been dragged through the mud, mu- mud. And we will soon be in the public domain. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know how to feel about that. Quite oh, frankly. that's a fun thing. What's public domain now that it's 2020? Yeah, true. Let's I mean, find out. Let's, let's see how close we are to being. Is here. public 70 years after our death? Okay. What is public domain? Hmm. Now that it's 2020, I'm typing it into my phone, listeners. Ha! Okay, ABC News: Books, movies, and music that uh, are public domain in 2020. Oh shit! The uh, the Salinger no the Salinger short stories are twenty fifty. I'm uh, sorry. Well, everyone, get ready to. Should we play? <laughs> now that it's public domain, let's hear a little Rhapsody in Blue by <laughs> George Gershwin. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that sounds nice. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, oh my, my roommate's looking for me. Let's see if he finds me. Seth, don't Seth. you know we're recording a podcast we're show? Here. We're hiding, Seth. We're hiding from we're Seth. Hiding from Seth as we What's record up, this podcast. Yeah, you can borrow the other one. Wow, what a polite man! I I have uh, like laptop screwdriver sets with all the rare ones, and I mm. lost one and ordered another one, and then found the other one. So now you know, wow, two, two sets Seth. deep on that. Enjoy Buster Keaton's Sherlock Junior. Uh, you know, we're, we live in Illinois and weed yeah. is legal now as well. Sure. So, you know what I say? Find yourself a bong, watch Sherlock Jr. or The Navigator. And you have been saying that since the <laughs> clock struck midnight. And then as you lay down to sleep, just download a free PDF of Billy Bud by Herman Melville. <laughs> Oh, that's in the public domain. Or perhaps now. Tarzan and the Ant Men. Hmm. Perhaps. I don't know if this is a complete list, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh the Not first book, the first book in the Boxcar Children series. Okay. Maybe we'll be getting some new uh adapt- TV adaptations of these because they Ooh. you don't need to license them. I could do with a Billy Bud. I sure. F- do you think they're finally gonna get Billy Bud right? 
in a movie adaptation in, tw- in the 20s. It, uh, it's been impossible thus far. I don't know if they're <laughs> going to... I mean, who, who could play him? Pattinson? <laughs> How much do I know about the character Billy Budd? I believe he... Was he on a ship? He was and, a sailor and he, of sorts. I think he was on a ship, and like he did something... And the crew, it was all everyone against him, I think, was the yeah. vibe. It was no one's on Billy Budd's side on this ship. What do they call that um, when you overtake a ship? Um, mutiny? A mutiny. Yeah, I don't know if there's a mutiny or not, mm. but I at least know that no one likes him and he's on a ship. He's a sailor. <laughs> but, Actually, how close is my, here we go. Here's my Benjamin Britten opera box set, one wow. of which is his opera at a, at a, of Billy Budd. Wow, incredible. Let's find out. <laughs> And, you know, he didn't get it right, but maybe now someone right, will, because sure, it's free. Sure. Yeah. Billy Budd. Um, it's, um, it's gripping. Uh, sure. Um, it's scrupulous. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, fatal. It's, above, uh, it's aboard the HMS Indomitable. There's Billy Budd. There's Captain Veer. Nothing about the plot here. Oh, well, that's just very convenient. A gripping reflection on good and evil, innocence and corruption. The uh, the claustrophobic environment was scrupulously recreated. It was really, truly a cool moment that you reached for a box that was within arm's reach <laughs> to find out about Billy Budd, and it just didn't tell us about the plot. I was so close! God. Some things just slip through your fingers. Most huh? and, the, and most people, when they want to find out about mm. something they don't really know about, and they reach for a box, yeah, they're ta- they're ta- talking about their little black mirrors, <laughs> their phones, <laughs> that little black box with all the info. Your encyclopedia on the go. No one knows how the info got in there, but they know that it's coming out to you. True, true. It's being uh, output. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's being put for sure. <laughs> Well, every, I said something. Uh, all you, all you film school kids out there, sure, sure, sure. Good. Now you can finally make for your school project, your school short film. You can adapt A. A. Milne's "When We Were Very Young." <laughs> mm. Perfect for a student. All of Edith Wharton's old New York novellas. Oh wow! Is that like N. Y. Attention, N. Y. U. Film school undergrads. <laughs> You can ma- now make a short film of the House of Mirth. Is that cool one of them? You. Is that one? Do you know mm. what that is? Uh oh! I know that Edith Wharton wrote House of Mirth, and I know that it's maybe in that because I feel like it goes by author, right? It's like the author's death must have been seventy years ago, right? 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 I don't know. Sure. I mean, sure. And I want to say, to listeners, Spencer didn't even reach for a box to pull that. <laughs> yeah, that, that just came straight from the dome. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if uh, House of Mirth is a novella, but, you uh, know, uh, well, Adam's consulting his little box. <laughs> We're going to find out shortly. I'm going with the standard box on this one. What was it? Old uh, New York. Old New York novellas. Novellas. Was it? No, no, it wasn't A.A. Milne. That was Edith Wharton? Edith Wharton. Oh, yeah. A.A. Milne was When We Were Very Young. Very Young. The sequel to When <laughs> We Were Young. <laughs> The prequel, I should say. Yes, it's a collection true. of four novellas. I don't mind saying, and they include, uh, uh, uh-oh, what do they? The four novellas, False Dawn, parts one and two. Okay. The Old Maid. God. The Spark. Oh no. New Year's Day. They're in, they're on they're all in different decades, so you can see. Wow. The False Dawn is the forties. And then the other ones are the 50s, 60s, and 70s. 50s and 60s, 70s. Forgot the 50s, forgot the 60s and the 70s. Oh, but it's the 18s of those. The 1840s, oh. 1850s. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those really are the old New York So novellas. yeah, Edith Wharton died in 1937, so there's no way that it's just 70 years past <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's if you like have no will. Right, sure. She had a testament, but no will, right? Uh, she... <laughs> And no ambition, that Edith Wharton. <laughs> no motivation, no ambition. She was like a hey, plastic bag floating hey, in the wind. Edith, why don't you make these four novels, huh? <laughs> the best you can do is novellas. Divided novella? into parts. They all said part right. one and two. Right. It's a novella, Edith. False Dawn. Why don't you just release a zine? How many pages a day, Edith? <laughs> That's not good enough. Get your word count Edith. up, okay? Edith. 
I watched a movie once. It was all about the perhaps it was a writer who was around at the same time as mm. Fitzgerald. Sure. And I want to say, <laughs> is Thomas Wolfe an author who was around then? Thomas Wolfe, uh, not one that I know. Who, but who wrote the really big book? The really big book, huh? Um, talking about Vikram Seth? No, no, no. Suitable boy. <laughs> Talking about uh, he was a contemporary. I'm going to look up because I saw a movie about it, which is where I'm going with this. We're talking about Boccaccio, who wrote the Decameron. No. Okay, you it must was, be talking about Infinite Jest, David Foster Wallace. No, it was a contemporary of the guy I said. Oh, okay, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. And there was a movie in which he was played by. I swear Jude Law, I'm looking at his f- filmography, it must have had a bad title because I would have just seen it now and still not known that I had so- just seen it. Hmm. Um, genius, Thomas Wolfe. Thomas Wolfe, never heard that name in my life. So he wrote a big book. What book is it called? Because <laughs> part of that movie is about how he writes just so much every day and Fitzgerald couldn't write anything. Yeah. And they were friends. And Thomas Wolfe... He wrote this big book. It's funny how little effort seems, seems like Fitzgerald put in, but is the much more famous author. Yeah, because I think probably his books were better. Yeah. I think the big book... Because <laughs> it was a, originally a bigger book. Mm. But it was edited. But they edited it... <laughs> edited it. <laughs> the original big book, which was... <laughs> Which was... Dude, I don't know. Mm. He wrote a really big book, and they were like, this is too big. What, what are his book names? Can you give me some? Yeah, Look Homeward, Angel. <clears throat> of Time and the River. That sounds like it would be long. From Death to Morning. Mm-hmm. Chickamauga... Oh, that's a short story. <laughs> The Lost Boy. Here's a great title, which we should steal for a, a Wildcats and the episode. Mm-hmm. The Web and the Rock. Ooh, that's cool. Wildcats and the Web and the Rock. Yeah, I like that We should lot. have more double and thus. Yeah. Now we're getting to... Oh, The Web and the Rock is the first post, posthumous... Pasta book. <laughs> it's his first... There's tons of posthumous recipe books. <laughs> They're like, well, he died and we published everything, but... He has all these recipes we could milk for some cash. (laughs) The Web and the Rock is mostly a linguine recipe, but you can buy it on Google Play. But anyway, he wrote a big book. Whoa, cool. He also knew someone named Zebulon Vance. That's a sick name. (laughs) Zebulon. Anyway, Thomas Wolfe. He's a writer we don't know about. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what you get for looking at your box. That's what happens when we when, I, when we look at the box. I, you can keep dig- Wikipedia one more tab. One there's always one, one more, more tab. tab. One more, more tab. tab. Yeah. One more tab. Do you have any memories of being a child and having an encyclopedia mm. salesman coming to your house? I know. I know. You do know. <laughs> I have uh, memories no. of having an encyclopedia. Okay, that's good. I I remember distinctly being still living in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and having a man come to our front door. Selling like world book encyclopedias. Wow, so crazy to think. And that, that. was your first kill. <laughs> my first kiss and my first kill. <laughs> they all happened at once. I kissed my mom and I killed the encyclopedia man. And then your parents were like, "We could have bought that." <laughs> yeah, and, and I was just, like, "No, no, no!" To loot his body. Someday these will be redundant. We don't need to make this purchase. I don't want to put you out because... <laughs> but I want these books. <laughs> in about 10 years, I'll be able to look at my own little box. My own little phone black mirror box. See, what I do remember is when I was a kid, I I didn't belong in the real world. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I actually, I escaped through reading books. Sure. And so I, I just had these few books, some mm. of my favorites. I'm talking The Web and the Rock. <laughs> I'm talking... Talking about this famous the, pasta recipe called these, The Web and the Rock. I'm talking my favorite recipe books of pasta. I bound them up in a belt. Wow. At the time, it was a new leather belt, but by anyone's standards now, it would be an old leather belt. Wow, yeah. Kind of like the old New York novellas. Yeah, at the time, mm. 
they were new, new, new velas. And then, yeah. so I had these, just my books bound up in this belt and I carried them around and everywhere I went, if I just, if I just needed an escape hatch, I just opened it up and I disappeared into Tuscany, <laughs> the kitchens of, of Sicily, <laughs> whenever life was too much. Wow. Whenever someone put a plate of just, frankly, slop sure. on my table. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I can do this, but only while looking at pictures and descriptions of pasta. Cleanse the palate by looking at an ingredient I'm list. I'm just going to pretend that this is a fresh-baked timpano. <laughs> God, I'm so happy for you that you have that memory. <laughs> and, that, and now, it totally made, that's why I have this podcast. Right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that it all lines up if you think about it, if you follow the trajectory there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Never in a million years did I think I'd end up in podcasting. I thought the books were just... I thought you'd end up in pasta cast. <laughs> in pasta <laughs> But you're here now, so... That's, yeah, no. That's incredible. Because, of course... <laughs> My parents were podcasting royalty. Sure. And I was like, I don't want to go into the family business. Right. I see the slop they have to serve me, that they just barely make ends meet. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're making a podcast like our parents made podcasts today. True. Sitting in the room together. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, Well, what else? Yeah, that's just such a good point. Speaking of throwbacks, Rain Upon My sure. Gable. Oh, that's oh, like a throwback yeah. to another time of album. Rain Upon My Gable is an album that you will just love, listener. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally public domain. So we can finally do do what we always wanted, Rain Upon My Gable. We've changed the attribution rights to be public domain for this album. <laughs> So you can do whatever you want with it. You want to use it in, for for a commer- You want to use it for commercial Go reasons. Go for it. It's, it's all on you. There's no excuse anymore, listener, no. for following your dreams. Now that all this shit is public domain in 2020, you can make a movie on your iPhone. Yeah, it's incredible. It's called iMovie. <laughs> and when you save that file, you know what it's initially wants to call it. Hmm. My first movie. That's true. And that's what film school is all about. If you haven't made my first movie yet, there's no excuse, NYU film school that's undergrads. True. If you're listening, <laughs> make your first movie. Just get footage. Just get footage. It's all Edit about footage. it. Yeah. Every week, mm-hmm. some footage. <laughs> Don't be a Fitzgerald, be a wolf. Get that footage yes. all day long. Watch the movie. I don't remember the name. It wasn't a good movie. It's one of those mm. movies where I think there were 10 minutes left and I turned it off. Oh, God. Yeah. Which you know a movie's bad when it's just like, you know what? I do not care to see how this ends. That was, um, I walked out of a movie in theaters that had like 10, 15 minutes left and it was uh, Dinner for Schmucks. <laughs> I was like, I care so little. You're like, I don't need dessert. No, I just, this is, uh, there's no reason for me to see this. I will not be enriched in any way. Was Jimmy Carey in that movie or is that Dinner for Magicians? Uh, that's, um, uh, it's Steve Carell. It's Dinner for Schmucks. Was Steve Carell in Dinner for Magicians? Is that a, I don't It's not. Okay. You know what? Listeners, you look at your own boxes. Yeah, I'm not looking sure. at my box for that. I'll get I'll get down a rabbit hole. I get sucked in. Yeah. I get sucked in, into the box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get sucked into the box. Every every day I get sucked into the box. Uh, uh, you're like a vampire in his coffin. <laughs> every day. That guy's sucking. You know what? That's yeah. they also suck. Vampires. That's true. I want, down I want to get sucked into my box. <laughs> I want to stay in my coffin. <laughs> Agoraphobic I, vampire. <laughs> I don't want to drink blood and come out. Leave me be. Hunger strike vampire. I worked so hard on the perfect coffin. <laughs> it took me, me so long to build my house. <laughs> I just want to stay inside. Everything was met to my <laughs> specifications. 
Vikant, I went through three contractors to get what I always wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't get sucked into your box. <laughs> New uh, Dracula series on Netflix. True, I haven't watched that. True. Now, I wouldn't recommend that you watch that over the circle, but if you finish the circle, which is easy to do at a running time of less than four hours. There's only three episodes of Dracula total. Oh, shit. It's like a Maybe I do series. recommend that you watch Dracula. When, you, when you've watched those four episodes of The Circle and you think, I've got nowhere else to turn, I need an escape hatch, <laughs> click the Dracula. Dracula. Is it just called Dracula? I think so. Wow. It's created by Stephen Moffat and mm. that other guy. What the other name? guy. Him and it's the two guys who rebooted Sherlock. Sure, sure. I don't know. His name is great. <laughs> we know that. I bet. I bet. Uh, I didn't watch Sherlock, but... The first few seasons were good. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I didn't watch it, though, so I don't actually know or share that opinion. Um, okay. Hmm. You guys, have you seen Tall Girl? No. <laughs> Uh, the real question is, has anyone seen Tall Girl? And the real question is, is that a show? Mm-hmm. It's a show okay. on Netflix. Okay. It's about a girl who's really tall. I have been thinking that girls have been getting shorter. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you should watch Tall Girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I would really like that. I think you would, too. Um, you know, everything's so concerning these days. Yeah. We hear all this chatter, end of the world. <laughs> Globe is getting hotter. Girls are getting shorter. <laughs> Girls are getting hotter. That's troubling. That's <laughs> honestly troubling. Everyone is. People in general are so much hotter than they were 50 years ago. <laughs> just, people, people say, like, oh, like, uh, I'm so scared. There's yeah. so much, the world is so much worse than it was in the 50s. It's like, right. you're looking at it with rose colored glasses. Yeah. Everyone is hot. <laughs> None of this shit matters. Do we're all any, hot now. Do you have any idea how little eye candy there was in the 50s? <laughs> that was hard to come by. Good lord. True, true. These days, throw a rock and you'll hit a looker. <laughs> People are so ungrateful for... The eye candy. The eye candy. Everyone... It's, the arm candy. Everyone's making an effort, finally. Yeah, right. Everyone's... People look back to the days of the gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yes, they do. <laughs> um, like it was some high watermark of... That's when, that's when uh, everyone was in their dresses and their mm-hmm. suits... But excuse me, yeah. nothing's more flattering than good streetwear. <laughs> yeah. At leisure, please. Um, yeah, I don't care about global warming. I care about uh, human hotness. <laughs> human it's, human warming. Yeah, and it's getting, it's getting hot. It's and going it is on. interesting, though. As humans get hotter, so too the globe does. True, true. You know what's interesting? Tell me. All the good stories that are in the public domain that, like, film students don't adapt. I feel like looking yeah. back, it's like, why didn't I just, like, just steal adapt, all like, of my script ideas from just great stories? Right. Like, what, uh, is, like, James Fenimore Cooper? Is that is that stuff, like, public domain now? Could you just steal, like, a... Who knows? Last of the Mohicans-like story? That'd be cool. Shakespeare, baby. Yeah, all... Oh, man, you could have adapted Love's Labor's Lost. To all of you NYU alum, the regret <laughs> must be flowing over you like a dark wave right now. Mm. Of, oh, like dark waters. All of those movies about college students meeting cute. <laughs> now, don't try... No, don't go and try make, remaking Dark Waters, because that just came out. Yeah. That would be a mistake, and you'd get hit with a copyright infringement. But do... Do... Uh... <laughs> Do adapt not the album with the song Dark Wave or Black Wave or whatever, right. but go ahead and adapt Arcade Fire's first album into a movie. Yeah, Funeral? Hell yeah, make it, uh, make it a film. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what Four Weddings and a Funeral was? <laughs> It was, oh. finally, we're all married, we're over our bullshit, let's yeah. start a mature band. <laughs> yeah. I think we could finally make a good album. No, no yeah. one's, no one's going to be late for practice because no of a shit. date. Yeah. We're all dinks. No kids, dual income. Let's get some nice gear. Yeah. 
let's, and let's just make an album. Just make the album. Yeah, and they did. It's called Funeral. It's <laughs> really good. And then it made them famous, and it's so good. That's the thing about Arcade Fire. They're so, so good. good. It's just so good. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. Oh. Huh. Except they, they're still making albums. They're like the Beach Boys of the indie right, scene, where it's like, like give it up, the, pull the ripcord, <laughs> win, win, uh, win. Mm-hmm. What was Win it? Butler. Win Butler. Mm-hmm. Pull the ripcord on this. I think. Yikes! Come back to it in ten years, and everyone will be chomping at the bit for a new Arcade Fire album. Right. Win. Oh, win. That's not a win-win. Uh, Owen and Pan. Oh, yeah. So, what are you gonna do for dinner tonight? Oh, that's you know I don't know. It's on the dinner docket. No dinner docket. It well, I guess there is a dinner docket, but it's blank. Oh, blank. Dinner tonight is an empty pay, empty canvas. For dinner tonight, Adam, I'm handing you a blank check. Take yourself wherever. <laughs> yeah, man. Alinea, hit it up. I think, you know what? Maybe some pasta. Ooh, yeah. Take me back. Take me back to the days of Thomas Wolfe, when pasta was actually good. <laughs> uh, There's no pesticides, right? No, just pesto. Just pesto. <laughs> there, was, there was no... Uh, there was no... Uh, mm. Uh, there was no uh, no being afraid, <laughs> just Alfredo. Just Alfredo. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, there um, was no uh, uh, <laughs> the, the waters. So you know the the tide and the 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 water level sinking, and the, you know it's making the Mariana Trench <laughs> not as deep. Ah. Back then, it was just marinara. <laughs> um. Hmm. Um. I mean, all these kids these days, everyone's just getting high and getting drunk on vodka. But when I was younger, all we had was vodka sauce. Oh, <laughs> which, uh, pro- which maybe doesn't even use vodka. Yeah, that's true. There is no alt right. <laughs> just Arabiata. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. there was just Mussolini and. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the name of his, right? Um, there was no, uh, huh. there was no, there was no uh, guess. There was, there was no. Uh, there was no. There was no soleimani. There was sausage cannelloni. I okay? can only think of like thirty-year-old references <laughs> that rhyme with. 70 year old references there's right. no infinite jest just omnipresent gestapo <laughs> yeah that's true that is true there that was no fucking there was nightmare. no the seminal literary work of generation x <laughs> true there was the seminary seminal did i say seminary mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. no you said se- you i don't know fuck Whatever. it man hey Keep going. It was, <laughs> it was good. Hey, man. Don't worry about it. Keep going. <laughs> uh, You'll yeah. think of one, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. Pe- when, when, when penes were worth something. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. When, uh, forget oh. the March on Washington. I'm thinking about Machas. Machas. <laughs> I'm thinking about matcha master matcha master Jolie. Yeah. Um, God, that would be that, so. That gross. great crossover of two great cultures. Mm-hmm. Both, I must say, in the axis. Both of those cultures. <laughs> Eating good in the axis powers. That's yeah. what they said. They said that. They said that in various languages, like German. <laughs> Uh, I was reading about a city in Russia called Noginsk, and uh, apparently Hitler planned to invade it during uh, the mm. Battle of Moscow, but he couldn't. Because he was he, in Moscow. He was in Moscow. It's just outside Moscow by 30-something kilometers. Mm. But he planned on naming it Hitlerburg. Whoa. Pretty crazy, right? That is pretty... I wonder if he respected... 
old German cities too much to change any of their names. Yeah, like Heidelberg and, I mean, I don't know. But, like, what is, uh, what were some of the, like, uh, yeah, there's still, like, you know, there, there was, like, uh, not, what was the Lenin city? Uh, Leningrad? Leningrad. Stalingrad. I mean, those guys were always down to change the name of a city. Holy right? shit. <laughs> yeah, God. And then Hitlerberg. But we have Chris Kyle to thank. Yeah, in 2020, finally, all everyone who remembers World War II, <laughs> dead. Yeah. They're all gone. And th- Clean slate. <laughs> thank God. Tabula Clean slate, Rasa. Axis powers. Yeah. Some of these kids, they barely even... Uh, barely even care that nazis are bad it's true it's troubling it's like (laughs) right now we've got all right when we used to have (laughs) arabiata was that (laughs) that was i think that was it yeah world war ii so crazy (laughs) uh kids these days go to the movie theater but i'm thinking about the pacific theater oh (laughs) they used to send kids to the pacific theater (laughs) yeah it's true. Good lord. My my grandpop was there. If you're 17, do not enlist. <laughs> Take it from the Wildcats. <laughs> do not enlist. If a recruiter comes to your lunchroom someday, yeah. tries to get you to sign an unconscionable contract, you drop yeah. that pen like Obama dropped the mic at the dinner for journalists. Yeah, what is it called? What the fuck are you thinking? The, the eager shit. It's the uh, the the correspondence dinner. Yes, the White House correspondence dinner. When is that? Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be the? Uh, who's gonna? It, Louis C.K. Yeah, right. speaks at Louis Donald C. K. Trump's <laughs> the correspondence dinner. That would be incredible. What shamed comedian God. is going to? <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, my who's God. two picks? Because I I feel like I hmm. remember that Clinton wanted. Norm McDonald. Right. But I doubt, I bet a lot of presidents are just like, I bet, yeah. I bet it's usually someone else's job unless a president is like, can we get right, right, so-and-so. Right. What was the, uh, not, um, I don't remember, Hassan? Hassan Minaj? Yeah. Did he do it? He did it one year, right? Oh, yeah, I think nice. The last I know one her. Of the last ones. I know him. I know. Didn't, did Cecily Strong or whatever from SNL? I don't know. Michelle Wolf, famously? But that, that Daughter was, of Thomas Wolfe, famously. Yeah. Yep. Uh, she ate good as a child, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but was that the Trump administration, Michelle Wolfe? Is that why everyone was mad? Because she made fun oh, of the... Yeah, yeah. Her, she was she just was, like, she has perfect Trump. smoky eye. And they were just like, how dare you insult how ugly she is? And she was oh, like, what? I Sarah said that Huckabee her makeup Sanders? was good. Right. And I was like, no. Yeah, no. No, you didn't. You were saying something else. You said that her, her makeup was was so good because she must be ugly. Yeah. Like, I guess you can take it that way. Hey, take it any way which you can. Get to get on the run, baby, because that's the way you want it. No, I'm. I'm. It's weird because I tried to sing the song, but I was a little bit before instrumentally oh, or melodically. As a fellow Wildcat, God. I totally relate to trying yeah. to sing the song. Yeah. No. Uh, Oof. Well, should we uh, take it on the run, baby? Take it on Cause the that's chin. the way you want it, baby. Take twenty twenty on the chin. Stand up straight. Yeah. Pow. This here's a write-off, so it doesn't even fucking matter what you do. Well, we've been jawing long enough, speaking of taking <laughs> yeah. it on the chin. True. <clears throat> well, The Catsies will be soon, listeners. Oh, God, it'll be so much better than this episode. No. No. Oh, what if it isn't? <laughs> yeah, it very well couldn't. The Catsies, as well as the daytime Catsies, the technical awards, mm-hmm. that will be another episode. We don't know which one's going to happen first. We're not really sure when those are going to come out. Lots sure. of uh, people's traveling for the holidays. We don't know when we're going to be able to record those, but we will do it because everyone's voted. Right. Well, also, yeah, we should make the we'll make the voting and all the nominees right. public it's be really public soon. soon. Maybe I'll do it around by the time this episode comes out, so you guys can all vote in the Catsies, make your voices heard. So many good, uh, so many good categories like true, true. Best song, worst song, best album, worst album, best worst, sandwich in a movie, worst guitar solo, most forgettable release, best instrumental performance, worst instrumental performance, best, best vocals, so, uh, best oh, lyrics. Uh, I'm overcome with categories. Same, it's great. 
Uh, you're going to want to vote because you're going to want to see. You're going to want to vote. The people you like winning. Yeah. And you're going to want to see the people you don't like and the songs you don't like punished. Yes. Punish so, your most hated Wildcats this awards season. Just go do it. Rock that vote. Thank you for listening to Wildcats in the podcast. This has been another episode of it. Spencer, I'll see ya. All right, man. I'll see you later. Bye. I'll sleep in, I guess. Charlie's not here. We'll <laughs> yeah. say his weird catchphrase. Mm-hmm. <sighs> sleep in. Oh, wait. I had some crazy joke. Mm. Oh, no, wait. That's for the catsies. Mm. Laugh should if I, you love should me. I, should I preview a catsies joke? Yeah. 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 Oh, wait. No, it wasn't for the catsies. It was for the Katie's. <laughs> oh, the Katie's. Here's my joke about the Katie's. Okay. Uh, fuck, what was it? Preface <laughs> for this. Uh, Tim, Wildcats Tim, messed up by typing the, the Katie's, Katie's instead of the Catsies to us. It was something like, because we're recording earlier, mm. you're not going to be, we're not going to be sleepy. We won't be sawing logs. So there'll be no Z's. Oh, so now it's the Katie's. Good. The Cassies are the Katie's now. That's complex. Shouts out to Katie's everywhere. Katie's all around the world. Sleeping. Katie Couric. She can't. She has a morning show. Or not anymore, probably. You don't need to work that hard, Katie Couric. <laughs> You've proven yourself. Your medal has been proven. And we love it. And we love you for that. Anything we get from you from here on out <laughs> is icing on the cake, Katie. Say hi to Al Roker and Matt Lauer for me. Oh, give him a kiss. Oh. Probably not Matt Lauer, actually. Yeah. That guy's trouble. I wonder if she texted him Merry Christmas or anything, or if it's just right. zero, zero no communication. No, cut him off. You gotta cut him off. Well, sleep in. <laughs> sleep in. See you later. Goodbye. <laughs>